0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Motivation Burrito. I am your host Melissa and it is a late night. Um so I kind of have mixed feelings today and of course like anything else when I have some sort of feelings the easiest thing for me to do is turn to this podcast and just record what's on my mind because that's really it seems to be the only thing that works when nobody fucking answers me. And I don't know if maybe that's God's way or the universe's way of telling me that I need to get the emotions out on my own and not lean on people. Like, to be honest, I, I, I don't know. I just know that I texted a couple of people, I sent them a message and I was like looking for help, um, including my therapist. Like I, I reached out to my therapist as well And nobody seems to be answering me and I am literally dying inside my own head. And so because I need to get these thoughts out in some way, I've got no other place to go but here. And my podcast is the safest space for me. It is home for me and it's where I can really release these thoughts without the fear of judgment and without caring about what anybody thinks. And today's episode, or should I say the episode that I was supposed to put up yesterday or this morning, because by the time you hear it, it's going to be Wednesday. So Tuesday's episode, let's just keep it at that. Tuesday's episode was supposed to be the have your fucking cake episode. And at first it seemed to be super fitting for what was going on And right now, I guess, I don't know if the universe is testing me on my, like, lesson on receiving or whatever the case may be. I just know that right now I'm feeling, I'm feeling, like, not great. So, hold on one second. Damn it, I just got a message. I think that's the person I was looking for. All right, sorry about that. It was one of the people I had reached out to um in my moments of madness. Um so, I definitely needed to just grab that really quick and you know, it was one of those like, oh my god, please tell me it's one of those people so I can at least feel better about the situation. Luckily for me, it it was a good message. So, yes, I do feel a little bit better. So, allow me to explain. As with anything that goes on um, in my world, a lot of these things are generally unexpected. So, I wanted to record this episode, Have Your Fucking Cake, because I got to the point where I was just tired of, like, minimizing my desires, you know, like, when... When you go through pretty much anything, right, in life, whether you're, it's, you're trying to manifest a relationship, you're trying to manifest a career, you're trying to manifest um, a new home or anything in your life, right, a lot of people tell you to pick one thing and focus on that one thing that you shouldn't ask for too much at, all at once. And you should just, you know, kind of be grateful for the blessings that do come your way. And then there are other people that tell you, yo, open up the floodgates, ask for whatever the hell you want. God has your blessings lined up for you. All you have to do is say yes to them, and they are like on their way. And I have always been stuck between both ideas and stuck in that rock and a hard place. Like, because for me, it's always been that little trickle, it's always been that drip drip situation. Where it's like, okay, this is what I want. I want to manifest this, this, and this. And then I, I guess part of it is because I come from a traditional Hispanic family. So we were always taught when we were little to not ask for too many things. Because if you ask for too many things, you're being selfish, right? Or you're being greedy. Like there are other people who have less than you have. So why should you ask for this, 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 and this when you really should be grateful for having that one thing? And I guess, in a sense, it's true. There is a baseline to that truth. There is a foundation there, and and the idea or the baseline behind that is the gratitude portion, right? Being grateful for what you have, being grateful for what you were given, and <clears throat> enjoying that blessing or that gift or that thing before asking for more. So yes. There is some logic, like some spiritual logic in that. Um, so it makes sense in a way. But at the same time, when you come from a traditional Hispanic family like I do, that message doesn't always land properly and it doesn't always come across. So the message that we receive when we're being told not to ask for too much is either one, you're not good enough to receive all of that or two, it's bad to ask for so much because again, you come off as greedy and selfish and so there's a negative to asking for too much and so you restrict yourself and you hold yourself back from really asking for Everything that you truly desire. And it's that limiting belief. It's those limitations and it, that you impose on yourself that really keeps you from actually fully receiving. And this is something that I have been working on for, <clears throat> I want to say, four years now. Maybe going on five because that's when I started working with my mentor on her receiving program and her receiving platform. So these are things that I've had to work through. These are ideologies I've had to break down. These are just, you know, like these have been struggles for me. You're talking about breaking down your conditioning. You're talking about breaking down your values. You're talking about breaking down the values in your culture because they may not necessarily be your values, but because you grew up in an environment where this was your culture, this was your heritage, this was your upbringing, those things are instilled in you. And we've come to a period, we've come to a time and a place where all of those things, all of those foundations right this lesson keeps on coming back it keeps on repeating itself over and over and over again for a reason the foundations that we have built our lives upon are breaking down and they're being shaken at their core because the question is are these your foundations are these someone else's foundations who built those foundations and If they're not in alignment with you, you need to make the choice of whether you want to keep those foundations or build a better house. And that's why, again, my lessons keep repeating, but they keep on showing up in different ways and they keep on unraveling and they're layers and layers and layers upon lessons. It's, It's just there's so many layers to that one theme. There's so many layers to the two themes or just the whole big picture of it. And the more that I look and the more that these events happen and these things unfold, the more I start to realize that I am receiving more now than I ever have before. And I need to take a pause real quick to answer another message. See? So as this is why I do what I do. I come to my podcast. I start talking about all these things. I start letting the thoughts out. And then all of a sudden, me having the clarity brings in all the other bits and pieces that I needed. Again, I really think this is a lesson in my receiving, which goes with the episode of Have Your Cake. And eat it too. So it just all makes sense. And it amazes me how I'm not even gonna answer the message at this point because I'm like stuck on this thought, but it amazes me how these things just continue to unfold. So I forgot what I was saying. So yeah. Um floodgates, right? Opening. And just really being <laughs> A lesson in receiving so now to kind of explain how this all happened and how this all unfolded I guess so after the whole fiasco with the guy that like ghosted me I had a really really bad week and I recorded the check-in, check-out episode, which <laughs> didn't really do that well. Um, I didn't really have, like, as many listens as I thought it was going to, but it did get me a new follower, which was pretty cool. Somebody found that episode. Um, they heard it, and they commented on it, so I guess there's, like, again, a, a plus side to everything. Um, but it started with that where I was talking about how you know like checking out is basically staying in the dark place and I was there and I was checked out because of the whole situation with the ghosting and how you know I had really liked that person and I was looking forward to the going out and you know just just kind of spending time with someone again I was looking forward to that quality time and and that connection and all of a sudden, here I am with just nothingness, and I had a really bad week with it, to the point where I, I once again just almost gave up on a lot of things. And I remember at one point I had reached out to my therapist about it, um, and I can't remember what we were talking about. I, I think I had mentioned the fact that, you know, like. I I just needed to focus on me, you know, that I was gonna take that time and take that week to just kind of sit with myself and refocus on myself and just try and hit my 30 pound goal because I was super close to doing that. And just I, I felt self-cared out at this point and I was like, I don't know it makes, if it makes sense, you know, Because when it comes to self-care, I am kind of a master of self-care um which sorry for the pause by the way I sat on my phone and I thought I hit like stop recording and I thought I almost lost the recording which would have sucked um also I'm putting lotion on my tattoo kind of doing a whole bunch of things at once right now so I feel like a little bit you know distracted Um, But my tattoo is still healing, so it's still very itchy, and it literally happens at random moments. So rather than scratch the shit out of it, I just figured, hey, I'll lotion it up now and get that fixed right quick while I record. But anyway, so when it comes to self-care, like, I am really great with self-care. I have really high self-awareness, and I knew a lot of what I was feeling with this situation with the ghosting again, because ghosting is a thing for me. And I remember at one point I had actually told him that in a text message. And I mean, he didn't answer any of my text messages, but I figured I needed to just say that in order to get it off my chest, and really just, you know, like, explain why I freaked out. Um, And to this day, he still hasn't answered the message, but the last message that I had sent him was just me being honest with him and saying, like, look, I'm sorry for the messages, but you know, ghosting is a thing for me because of a past relationship that I had. And that's why I kept pushing you to just be honest with me and tell me, like, if you weren't interested, just let me know. And I, I kept pushing for that because that would have been better than you ghosting me. And like I said, I never got a response to that. But I was telling, I didn't tell my therapist that I messaged him, but I told my therapist that those were the feelings that came up as a result of it and so for me I just checked out I deleted the dating app I um kind of just went to the dark place and it was almost like you know I brought all that baggage with me because right when you when you think of it like checking into a hotel you check in all your baggage you check in your shit like your emotions, your feelings, like the weight of the world is with you when, when you, when you check into the dark place. Um, so I checked in with all my bags, all my luggage. And I was like, this is where I'm going to stay for the next couple of weeks or maybe a week. Who knows? And I did, I stopped doing self care. Um, I still tried to cook most of my meals because Actually, I I became very diligent at cooking my meals because I knew that if there was something that I could control, it was going to be getting to that 30 pound goal. Um, And then on top of that, you know, it was like, you're going to do this. You're going to make sure that this gets done this time around and you're not going to fail. Like failure was not an option this time around. And I did allow myself to have like my indulgences because at the end of the month, it was my cycle and I knew that there was going to be certain cravings that were hormonal. So I can control the emotional cravings and that's what I did. I focused on controlling the cravings that were emotional versus the cravings that were hormonal. And maybe one day I'll talk about that. Um. I I do eventually want to do a full weight loss episode or an episode dedicated to my journey with my weight loss. So there is a difference between hormonal cravings and emotional cravings. And so even though for me, those cravings are very similar, it's chocolate and salt. Like those are a lot of the times my emotional cravings end up being very similar to my hormonal cravings. But the difference is after a certain point with my cycle, I actually do get nauseous. So that's when like, I know when to stop because for whatever reason, I get everything. I get the cravings, the um, the nausea, the migraines. And I think the migraines actually cause the nausea. So usually when all of that happens, it's all happening at once. So I'll be like, oh, I want the chocolate and the salt. And then I get the headache and I'm like, oh, now I'm nauseous. I shouldn't have eaten all that chocolate and that salt. So it ends up being a brutal cycle in itself on top of my menstrual cycle. Fun times. So all of this is happening at the same time. Right. Like I'm still bummed out about this whole date situation. Still bummed out about being ghosted. Work was getting crazy and super stressful. I am um, I was on my cycle. So my emotions were at an all-time high and I'm watching my mom plan all of this Valentine's Day stuff too and then it was my brother's birthday so I knew cake was just around the corner and again when you're trying to hit that 30 pound goal the last thing you need is to be tempted by some fucking cake which also kind of led to the idea of have your cake again, everything falls into place and it falls into pieces for a reason. So so my brother's birthday came, actually. I think that's what helped with the title. Yeah. So that was the thing that led to the title. So my brother's birthday came and I hit my goal. I was super proud of myself because I literally hit my goal that day. So I missed it for January and I missed it by like a very little bit I think I missed it by a pound I think I finished January at like 134 and I was trying to get to 133.8 or something like that it was not a lot that I missed it by um but again it was a goal that I missed for January so I was super disappointed but I woke up February 1st my brother's birthday bam goal hit And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, you couldn't do this a day sooner. I was trying to hit this for January. But you know what? I said my gratitudes because I was like, all right, this is what I've been working towards. And I hit the goal. So guess what? I'm going to have some fucking cake. And that's what led to the... This episode, that's what led to the train of thought that opened up and the train of thought that flooded. Because I literally posted the next day. Um, I, I posted the next day. So the checking in, checking out episode aired the day after my brother's birthday. But I had the idea for have your cake like that same day. And I waited a few days because I didn't know how I was going to I didn't know how I was going to explain it. I didn't know how I was going to have a full episode on have your cake and then it just came to me like after a few days of mulling it over, it came to me. So, I'm going to read the original Facebook post. So, cuz then I'm going to get to the good stuff. So, the original Post. Oh, I said Facebook. Oh, this is on Instagram. What is wrong with me today? Super distracted. You'll know why soon enough. So, the episode preview post said, Have your fucking cake and make it messy. Honestly, I'm tired of restrictions and limitations and all of the things that keep us confined, not only by societal standards, but confined within our own heads and hearts. The pressure to perform is intense. The pressure to find love is intense. The pressure to live during the pandemic is intense. No wonder so many people are collapsing. And as much as society believes they know how to handle the situations, they don't. What worked back then does not work now. What worked yesterday does not work today. What works for you doesn't work for me. So throw every rule book out the window. Throw away every idea that you can't have the things you want. Throw away the idea that cake is a guilty pleasure that'll make you fat and gluttonous and that you can't have your cake and eat it too. Have your cake, make it messy, leave your mark in yummy, delicious crumbs. And then obviously I said more on this in the next episode. So, um, yeah. Here's the thing. I was tired of asking for one blessing, right? Or asking to manifest one thing at a time. I was tired of society telling me I need to do things a certain way that I can't be honest. You know what? this is really this is it let's let's get down to the nitty-gritty this is the thing i was just i was tired of not being able to be honest and being my messy crazy self on a fucking dating site and i don't know if i ever i'm gonna share that post too so i had done a post that was like making fun of myself and poking fun of myself about my dating app experience. And I, I made a post called Things You'd Say if You Could Be Honest on Dating Apps. And you know, here are some of the things that I would say. It says, relationships, emotions, and feelings are not my forte, but I'm working on it. I wanna have all those things, but society has made us numb to emotional intelligence and deep connections. Number two, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm emotional and dramatic. I'm an overtexter and my insecurities overshadow my confidence. You get the idea. You get where I'm going with this. Like, it's literally just honest, like, right in your face. This is what you're going to get when you date me. So, I was tired. I was tired of holding back on dating apps for the same reason, we hold back in our daily lives, right? We hold back at work because we don't want to turn people off. We hold back at work because we don't want to step on people's toes. We hold ourselves back at work because we feel like, you know, whether you feel like you're a woman experiencing work inequality or, you know, like there's favoritism and nepotism and all these things. We hold ourselves back at work. We hold ourselves back in front of our family because, you know, you come from either traditional families or cultural families or families with certain rules and regulations and expectations. So we hold ourselves back there and we don't let people see who we truly are in that capacity either. We hold ourselves back when we're with our friends because each and every one of our friends deals with things differently or we feel like we have to show a different face to each of our friends in order for them to stay and in order to keep them around because you know one friend um you know has this strength and you know this other friend looks for this and this other friend needs you for this so you have several different hats for several different friends and you can't be yourself like fully and completely yourself for all of them so you give them bits and pieces of you which I think I've also talked about in a previous episode And then you get to dating and you get to these dating apps and you fill out your profile and you start to realize that you're being confined to prompts. And then these prompts are like, they're so surface level that you get a prompt like, um, what are some of the prompts there? You, you know, you get a prompt like, what am I looking for in a relationship? Or you get another prompt about, uh, tell me about your favorite thing or ideal first date and all of these things. And you're, it's an algorithm, you know. Your answers are dumped into an algorithm and you're given matches and you're given potential people based on answers in... Your, your prompts and your responses, they're based on your responses. But if you can't be yourself, if you can't say what you want to say in a prompt, because they tell you in these dating apps recommendations on how to answer certain prompts. These are things that people want to see. These are things that guys want to hear. These are qualities that men look for. And so you answer these prompts based on... The qualities within yourself that you think uh, the, you know, the, the person would find attractive, your significant other would find attractive, like whatever your preference. I, again, this is the least judgmental zone possible. Um, I just try to explain things from my point of view as somebody who is a woman who is seeking a male. When I do these prompts, when I answer these questions and and I I spend hours and hours and hours debating and double-guessing and editing my responses, it's because I'm like, okay, what are the qualities within myself that I think somebody else is going to find attractive? What are the qualities within myself that I think are going to attract a man? And it's like, Do I really need to pick and choose which ones I think are going to attract him? What if those aren't the ones that are attracting him? Why am I not getting any hits? And so we spend so much time trying to play into the algorithm of a fucking dating app that we fail to just be ourselves and we fail to just allow our personalities to just shine in our answers. And that's why I had created the post about the honesty thing. Because it was really just me poking my, like poking fun of myself at the situation. So I got tired. I got so tired of not being able to be myself in a dating app, too, that was supposed to help me find somebody that I can connect with. And it was failing, which made me feel like I was failing, but I wasn't failing. I just wasn't playing into the algorithm. And how can you get matches if you don't play? into that algorithm. But that's the fucking point. Why play into society's algorithms? Why play into the app's algorithms? When you want what you want, you kind of have to just go for it and ask for it and be okay and be open to receiving it. And also being okay with the fact that it may not show up the way you think it will. So case in point, I came into this episode feeling some type of way because I signed back into the app. I joined the app again. I started it up again. And I had to do everything all over again from my pictures to my prompts. And again, I spent way too much time overthinking the scenario and overthinking my answers only to just leave it and just be like this is what dating is going to look like or this is what dating me is going to look like this is what I want like this is you know a no-brainer and take it or leave it at this point um so I signed back up to the app and again the, the the algorithm was doing what it was doing best You know, there was a couple of like really good matches. And then there was, you know, so I send my matches. But again, after a certain point, you run out of the free stuff. And if you want to continue, you kind of have to spend a little money. So, so I got to the point where I ran out of the free stuff and I was starting to spend money only to not get the result that I was looking for. So then I decided to just pause, not pause the app, but pause myself and say, what is it that I want? And and come back into the self-awareness, because again, I was doing too much self-care and not enough self-awareness. So I decided to just come back into myself and think, what are you doing here? Are you attaching yourself to a certain type of person? Are you attaching yourself to a certain outcome? What was it about the guy that ghosted you that you keep holding on to, wanting him to come back? Is it him himself? Was it a quality within him that you latched on to because that was what you had been looking for for some time now? What was the attachment? And can you break that attachment and just ask for it? Not with him. Like, Ask for the thing that you want outside of him. And so that's what I did. All the things that I had wanted from him, I just asked God for it outside of him. And I said, God, you know what? This is what I want. And I thought that I found it in him, but maybe I was wrong. Guide me to the thing that I wanted all this time. Not the person, but guide me to the actual thing. This is what my mentor means by the green pastures. It is the essence of what you were looking for. Why does all of this shit come up now? Crazy. It is the essence of what you were looking for. Detached from the thing that you thought it was packed into. So here I am thinking that all of my desires were packed into this person when it wasn't. And God is like saying to me, that's not it. Hold on to the thing. Hold on to the essence. Ask for that thing outside of that person. You attached yourself to the person. Therefore, you're limiting yourself. So that's what I did. I said, God, this is what I want. These are the things that I was looking forward to when I had this plan. These were the things that I was looking forward to when I met this person. These were the things I wanted to feel. These were the things that I started to feel that were cut short too soon. And I, I went through the whole thing. Went through like the whole mental list with God and the universe. And I said, I still want those things. I still want those things. But if it's not within him, then guide me to the right person. Guide me to the right relationship. And by the way, if you're wondering, there's an angel for that. Um, so I did that. I did that. And I asked for it. <laughs> so then a couple of days go by. And I'm doing my usual browsy brows on the app and I'm out of the free stuff. And I had already spent a little bit of money on like one of the extras. And I was like, all right, I'm done spending money on extras. I don't want to spend money on extras because I don't want this to become a habit. Because the whole point of me signing up for this app in the first place was that most of its functions are free. So I was like, you know what? We're going to not spend money on extras and add-ons and shit anymore. We're just going to continue with the free stuff and see what see what we get, right? See what comes up. But I also knew that I had to play into the algorithm. And I knew that if I was going to expand my options, I kind of needed to expand myself and be open to... Men that were outside my normal type, you know? It was kind of like, all right, what's in their... What's in their profile, you know? Um, And also stop being so goddamn picky. Like, so yeah, it was definitely me flexing my... Or expanding my, my horizons there. And so I started to do that. And I was like, okay. I was like, so you know, this one's attractive, this one's attractive. I found a couple that were attractive and I just started, you know, every once in a while, I would just hit a little like button um, just so that the app could start recommending more people that were very similar. And then I had a good day on the app where there were a couple of like, a couple of good options. And I was like, now we're getting somewhere this is great and then it happened another match and by match I mean another person who liked me back I don't want people to think that I'm specifically using like the app match I mean matches in like a person who had a mutual like scenario um so yeah I'm I'm not telling you guys what app i'm using and i'm not attaching myself that's why i'm trying to use vague verbiage here whenever i talk about the dating app um maybe eventually like if i if i do find a person um and i decide to like delete the dating app um maybe i'll tell you all where or which app I was using where I met my person, but that, that's a future scenario, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think that's how I'll play this. That's how I'll, I'll, I'll unfold this story. You'll, I'll reveal the app that I used when the app gets deleted. So I think that's like a nice, you know, new story and podcast episode kind of thing. So yeah, it'll be like the grand reveal. Um, I like that idea. You see? It's great. I come up with these ideas off the spot. Anyway. So. It happened. I got a like-see. Somebody liked me back. And. The thing that I don't like. Is that sometimes. They'll invite you to start the conversation. And I'm not good at that. I don't know why people do this to me. Because I'm just not good at starting the conversation. I'm so awkward. I could join a conversation like nobody's business. If you're already talking about a topic, I'm, yeah, I can join your conversation. I have like opinions and knowledge for days. You just need to get me started. But when you sit there and invite me to start a conversation, I'm like, I don't fucking know what to say. I don't even know if what I'm going to say is going to make sense Um, and then again, it's this expectation to perform this pressure to perform this pressure to be witty and cute and catch their attention and and see something that's going to like make them want to message you back. So I, I didn't have my phone with me during my lunch break and the match happened while I was on my lunch break. So I didn't have my phone with me on my lunch break because it was on the charger and I came back and that's when I saw that I had, you know, a, a mutual response. And so I said to this person that this was a nice surprise to come back to. um, And then I was just like, Hey there. And then I was like, fuck, like, the way I had said it, I don't remember word for word what I said, but the way I had said it could have been taken as sarcastic, and I was like, oh, like, now he probably thinks I'm a dick, because I was like, oh, well, this is a nice surprise to come back to, um, or to come back from lunch to, and he's probably like, what the fuck? Like, what, you don't expect to get matches kind of thing? And I was like, overthinking it the way I always do, because again, anxiety-ridden Scorpio over here overthinks everything. Um, so I responded like after a while, because again, I overthink myself to death sometimes. So I think it was like an hour later I responded and I was like, oh my God, I I reread my message and I'm sorry if that came off sarcastic. I was like, I just honestly hate these app algorithms. And so when I actually do get a mutual match it really is a nice surprise (laughs) and then he responded and he was like no you're fine I like I just saw this I didn't take it sarcastically um he's like but even if I did like you can be sarcastic with me all you want like kind of thing so lo and behold we start a conversation um talking throughout the day and then I was making dinner and we got to the point in the conversation we, where he was just like, can I give you my number? Now, mind you, I can't remember if the last time somebody asked if they could give me their number. Like, yo, I love permission. I love when people ask for permission to do something. It is just like, oh my God. Yes. So I was like, absolutely. Like, sure. Um... So he gives me his number and he's like, call me. And I was like, call? Like, I was like, most people say text. So I was like, really, call? And he's like, yeah, why not? So I was like, all right, cool. So I called because I was super intrigued that he wanted me to call. And let me tell you, if y'all thought I had a nice voice, <gasps> ah! He has a nice voice. Um, So yeah, so I, we had a phone conversation. And again, small talk, right? I'm like sitting there asking all these small talk questions like, oh, so tell me about this thing. Tell me a little bit more about this that we were talking about in the conversation. And, you know, like what happened here? And, you know, he started talking to me about some of the things like elaborating on some of the things we had talked about. In our conversation, and I'm like, all right, more small talky talk stuff. I was like, so what are your plans for the evening? Because we're, you know, again, I'm about to sit down and eat dinner, and after dinner, I generally get lazy and I just kind of go into relaxation mode. So, you know, not everybody's like me. I'm sometimes an old hag, but small talk. So I was like, well, what are your plans for today? And he responded that he didn't have any, but he wouldn't mind seeing me. And I was like, wait, what, to, like, what, to, tonight? Like, really? <laughs> Completely floored. Completely floored that not only did I get a match, not only was the conversation lighthearted and easygoing, but... Here he is saying, like, doing doing things that I haven't seen somebody do in a while. And again, this is where the capacity to receive comes in, right? He's putting in effort that I hadn't received in a while. He's putting in effort that I put in. It's like he's matching my effort, but like going above that, he's going beyond that. And it just felt awesome to have somebody put in that effort. So the fact that he wanted me to call, the fact that he asked if he could give me his number, the fact that he was like, I would maybe want to see you tonight. I'm like, okay. And I think what I liked about it the most was that it was a risk, right? Like, it's a big risk to ask somebody to hang out on the same day. Um, but I liked it because I was like, all right, like, yo, this is a man who's like willing to take a risk and he's willing to just kind of like go all in. Like, I sometimes dive headfirst into things, and here he is just diving right in with me. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. All right. So we came up with a plan and we hung out and I was super impressed and super excited and happy and like all those things. And I was like really feeling the good stuff, really feeling the good feelings. Um, So, yeah. And my allergies, again, bothering me. It, it happens. It comes and goes. You guys know this by now. I don't think it surprises anybody that this it happens at, like, always the worst times. So I'm, like, really enjoying the moment, really in this place of, like, this is awesome. Like, this is, it was a great night you know, just, it was just a great night, like, with a great person, with somebody who was engaged and showing interest and, like, actually wanted to know some of my favorite things, you know, like, somebody who wanted to spend the time with me, somebody who was just someone who made me feel comfortable and it was just like all great stuff. And I came out of that night just feeling so awesome. And yeah, I was like excited. I'm like, oh my God, I want this again. So the next day I wanted to see this person again. And I said, I wanted to see this person again. Um, and I probably shouldn't say the next day. It's kind of like I'm trying to record this in future tense, but really, um, okay. So we hung out, right? We hung out and we've been talking today, so... I think I just confused people. I'm sorry. We hung out. It was a great night. I had a ton of fun. What really started to happen is today I kind of started to feel like I wasn't going to get the second date. You know? Um, Because I told him I had a great time. Um, I told him that, you know, like, I'm just... Impressed, and I think he's awesome, and I think he's great too. Like, not only did I have a great time, but I actually think he's great. Um, and so, like, today I wanted him to call, and he didn't call. So, but we were texting, but I just kind of wanted the call because I wanted to hear his voice. Like, I really wanted to hear his voice. So, I also said that I wanted to see him again. And, you know, like we were trying to make plans to see if we can make that happen, but it didn't happen. Um, Just everything kind of did not fall into place for us to be able to see each other. But at the same time, I kind of like felt like there was longer gaps between our messages. And when you're an overthinker like I am, Just shit starts to hit the fan really, really quickly in my brain. And so I had reached out to him. And then my brain started going haywire. So I reached out to my friend. And then I reached out to my other friend. And then I brought it up really quickly with my therapist. But she had also given me an assignment. So I was kind of like between both those things. And just everything and everyone stopped answering. So then what do I do? I turn to God and I'm like, God, this is like what I want. Oh, that's where I was going with the point of that story. Everything that I had wanted, right? This goes back to the receiving situation. Everything that I had said I wanted detached from the previous person. All the things that I was looking for. The essence of it all. I found in him the night that i had with him was literally all the things that i had wanted the movie night the quality time the being able to go out and get dressed up and feel good about myself and you know like that weight loss number like hitting that goal feeling just like confident in myself again all of all of the things that i wanted That I had detached from a specific person. God gave it to me in him that night. So today. I had made a decision. That I want to feel that. All the time. That I want to feel that consistently. That I want to feel that within one person every single time. I wanna constantly have that phone call, those good morning texts, that quality time, those like cute kisses and passionate kisses and feeling the relaxation and comfort and just being present with somebody. I wanna feel that every single day, I want A relationship that embodies all of those things. And again, it'd be great if I can continue to have that in him. But I also know that I have to detach from the who and continue to hold on to the what. But I was struggling with that lesson today. So when he stopped answering and my friend stopped answering, and my other friend didn't answer, and my therapist didn't answer, and I turned to God, and God didn't answer, that's when I started to feel like shit. And that's when I started to feel like, are you kidding me? Why is nobody answering? Like, why can't I just have all the things? Why can't I have that? amazing date and say to God God this is what I want all the time like is it too much to ask for and this is why I said the lesson of have your cake applies because it's like I felt like I was asking for too much by asking God to repeat this miracle by asking God to do it again by asking the universe God in the universe to repeat this for me again with him like God you made it happen you know Like you made it happen once, like make it happen again and again and again and again. And I was like, bitch, you're asking for too much. Like, girl, count your blessings like God gave it to you once. Like, that's cool. Be grateful. No, I want it all the time. I want it every day. I want the whole cake, not a slice. I want it again and again and again. And so that's what I was struggling with today. So while I've been recording this episode, he answered me. One of my friends answered me. My therapist hasn't answered me yet, but that's fine. Because again, she already gave me my assignment for the week. But I did kind of throw this in there last minute. Like, hey, this is what I'm going to need help with. And even though our plans for tonight fell through, like, I'm hoping I still get to at least talk to him over the phone tonight. Um, that'd be cool. But he has family over, so that's really what the thing is. Like, you know, he's got his family over, um, so I'm not trying to interrupt family time. Like, that's big for a lot of people, but I did tell him he can call me when they leave. Um, but again, it goes back to the thoughts of having my cake, have your fucking cake, right? At this point, why limit ourselves? Why limit ourselves to the one miracle when we can have it? All, why limit myself to one time, one night, one experience when I could have that all the time, every night, every day? I can have that in every experience, in every moment that we share together. I can have that consistently and constantly. It doesn't have to be one time, so I guess the point of all of this is to say, just ask for it. Just ask for it. And yeah, there's going to be times where shit gets hard and you're going to have a million and one thoughts like I do. And that's okay. When that happens, come back to this episode and just remember that Melissa told you, have your fucking cake. Have your cake. Make it messy. Leave yummy, delicious crumbs everywhere you go and let people know that you were there with that cake and that you enjoyed every last bit of it because it's yours to have. It's yours to have, man. And I think that's, I think that may be the lesson here. The cake is yours to have. So, I'm asking God for the cake. I'm done with asking for slices. I'm done with asking for crumbs and, and little bits and pieces. Like, give me the whole damn cake with the frosting and the cherry on top. And throw in a side of ice cream. And put some extra sprinkles on that bitch. Because I want the whole fucking cake. And I'm gonna have the whole fucking cake. And whether or not I have it with him, that's yet to be determined. But am I glad that I got the slice? Sure. But now do I want the whole damn cake? Yeah, man. So here's to having your fucking cake. Thank you all. That is a wrap for today. So thank you all for tuning into the Motivation Burrito. I am so glad I got to share this message with everyone today. And I'm so glad that I got to vent it out and air it out and just talk through it and talk through the emotions. I think I'm at a point in my life and I think there are a lot of people who are feeling the same way where we're just tired of the pieces and we're tired of the crumbs and we're tired of not being able to have the thing that we want the most. And that's the whole cake. Um... So yeah, let me know in the comments, let me know on Facebook, let me know on Instagram what you guys think, if there's anything else I should talk about. Um, I want to hear your stories of you enjoying your blessings and enjoying that cake and really asking for what it is you want. I want to hear people start calling in their desires. Um, So yeah, if you're going to have a cake, make it a good one, right? like some chocolate or some Oreo, I don't know, whatever your preference, just make it good. Enjoy it. It's yours. The cake is yours. It's meant for you to have. So go enjoy your cake, people. And I will see you all next time. Have a great week. And thank you again for tuning in to Another fine episode of the Motivation Burrito. I love you all.